Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Team G podcast. Um, Hello. <laughs> Maria. Mo- I'm sorry. I'm not Maria. <laughs> I'm Anthony, my wife, Maria. Hi. Um, and so today what we're going to be talking about is patience. Like we were just talking about this a little while ago and patience is pretty much waiting. Right. So it's a matter. I think what goes along with being patient and in, and in, in waiting is what you do in that patience and the waiting was something you were saying earlier and that the two go hand in hand and it's like patience or waiting um really has to go hand in hand with self-control that's that's what we do in the waiting there's there's a lot of things that can be done in waiting now the thing is is that like how is this practical in our everyday lives and now why are we even talking about this topic right the thing is i think like let's say in marriage right i think a good thing to understand is like in marriage how do we practice patience the bible says um that love is patient and so it being one of the like very the first things that came to mind for the writer like how would we define love divine is patient like first (laughs) so like how important is patience in marriage? Very important. I, I think, um, just to speak for myself, um, it is very important because, I mean, we're all flawed, right? Like, we all fall short. We're weak vessels, you know, but with Christ, we are strong. Um, but I feel like it is very important because if we are not patient with our spouse, and it's just not with our spouse, but with anyone. I mean, if we're not patient, imagine how this world would be if we weren't patient. Like there would be so much aggression. I feel like there would be so, people would be very aggressive. Yeah. And it's just like, I want it now. Like, I don't want to wait, you know? And right. the heart would just be, ooh, it would be very corrupt, very ugly. Right. And just putting it into context a little bit. So, I mean, Not too sure when people are going to be listening to this, but like right now we're at the end of 2020. So tons of things have happened in 2020 (laughs) and people have been on quarantine and have lost jobs and lost marriages. Uh, People have just given up on all this other stuff because the government is telling us, okay, everybody's got to go inside and wait. (laughs) Wait till it's over with. Santo. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, let's get it together. And so, and I think this year we've seen a lot, like this has also been the year of a lot of riots Mm -hmm. uh, among, you know, in the country from uh, police um, abuse of authority. There's been some riots and just for political reasons, um, the how court handles some cases where they view like there's a lot of injustice being done. So, like when you say that like about hearts being corrupt and all these other things it just kind of brings it out and without patience and i think that's one of the things that i feel like like as far as like these riots and things are concerned people have grown impatient like we've waited for years for justice to be served we're tired of justice not being served from their perspective and it's like 
we're going to take matters into our own hands and not to say that they're going to seek their out their own justice, but they're going to sh- they're going to take things into to their own hands to show the government how passionate they are about justice. And if justice is not served the way the public believes it should be served, the public will go crazy. And um, I think that reflects greatly on marriage. Because mm. when, when a spouse is being impatient with another spouse, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, I am tired of dealing with you. <laughs> I'm dealing- I was waiting for you at the door. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, no, like, no, no, no. For sure. You know, it's like, okay, so making it personal, you know, just putting all our business out there. What are some things that you've had to be patient with me for? Um, oh. So many. No, just joking. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, okay. Because we keeping it 100. You know, I love you. Um, <laughs> yes. It's yes. one thing that I have to be really patient with my husband. We got tons of hampers in our house. <laughs> you know, it makes no sense for your socks to be on the floor. <laughs> when we got like five hampers. I, I just don't understand. Yeah. Why? <laughs> um, and I mean, mind you, okay, for all Hispanic, I'm Cuban. So we Hispanics can be a little passionate with our mouths. <laughs> you know, as my mom would say, shut it up if you have nothing nice to say. Um, so our first year of marriage, I think I was not patient. I would, I would be like, like, okay. You got to pick up your socks because I'm not your mama, you know. But then I was like, okay, let me try to help him. Let me put a hamper, a mini one, you know, like go to Dollar Tree, buy those little garbage can, pretend it's a hamper because there's always socks under your computer. Why? I don't know. Let me help you, you know. But still, he would miss it. So I'm like, and then I was like, okay, that's not working, you know, and I would still like, we would have these intense fellowship. Like, honey, please pick up your clothes. Just just pick it up. It's not hard. Um, and don't put it in the yes, bin. Yes, and just put it in the bin. Don't right. put it on top of the bin, on the side of the yeah. bin. Don't put it on the chair, in, in the hamper, inside. Open the lid and put it inside. Um, but that, I think, me arguing with my husband, or me arguing with you, I think... The Lord was just exposing in my heart. Um, just pick it up. <laughs> you know, Dr. Gary Chapman said, if it's bothering you, pick it up. You know, he shared a story, quick story. He shared uh, an example of his wife. She would just leave cabinets open. If it bothers you, just close it. That's it, John. You know, I think that's a very common thing. Like it is, like, it is. Like as far as like clothes being thrown around the hamper instead of in the hamper. I mean, parents and kids. kids and yeah, like, no, for sure, kind of for situation. sure. And then even with open cabinets, because I know there's a um, there's a book, Love and Respect. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. You're saving your marriage before it yeah, starts. Yeah, and they all talk about these little pet peeves people have mm-hmm. that like or ticks that they didn't they had that they didn't realize wasn't even an issue. Uh, until they got married and found out that their spouse, the person they're living with, has these things that yeah, just these like, habits, like, these old yeah yeah, and so it's 
it's very these are very common things like i'm not taking it personal what you're saying. no 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 because i know like i'm not the only one <laughs> i'm not yeah. the only husband <laughs> that be you know struggling with you yeah, know, putting yeah. his jacket no, up or sure. putting his socks for up sure. but i feel like in these situations god exposes what's in your heart and i think for me god was just first off was exposing i'm not patient with my husband second i'm a bit prideful cuz i'm like no he can pick it up but it's like if I love my husband, let me serve my husband, right? And sometimes we think like, no, if I serve him, he's going to take advantage of me, blah, 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 you know? And it's like, well, I mean, God came here to serve, not to be served. You know what I mean? And I just feel like for, I mean, and this is for me, every relationship is different, right? But I think for me, I just had to really check my heart, you know? Am I really being patient with my husband? You know, I'm not being as humble, you know, as like, yes, talk about it. But there's a certain way, right? You can come, I can come at you like with gentleness and kindness, like, honey, this really bothers me, yeah. you know, instead of just nagging you and yelling at you and then just making this a huge argument, but just like, babe, if you let me help you be better, you know, I would tell my husband, let me help you help me help you, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I would be like, just tell me if you need me to pick it up, I'll pick it up. Like, babe, this is hard for me. I need help. Yeah. And it's ja, just pick it up. There's just it's just socks. It's just socks, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, and it's not like they're weak old socks or all like no, no, super no, no, no. hard, yeah, crummy, yeah, yeah, dirty, smelly socks. Yeah, it's it's socks. Like, but that that at the same time for me that doesn't mean that that gives me that just that doesn't justify me leaving. No, the socks for sure, there. for sure. So I knew for me that this was an area I had to change in, and it's not like it's a character trait or personality no, trait, for or sure. that you were trying to change the yeah, man that I am. Yeah. It's just a matter of like, just get into the habit of putting your socks. Or putting my socks in the hamper myself. Because I ain't your maid. No, just joking. <laughs> but for real, though. For I real. wasn't his maid. But, you know, we are called to serve and love our yeah, husbands. Yeah, like there's a balance. Yeah. There's a yeah, balance. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and, yeah, I remember what I would do is to help me get into the habit of that. Because I can see every time <laughs> you would mention yeah. something about my socks, I can hear your patience getting thinner and thinner and thinner. <laughs> And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make myself some signs. I would hey. make, I'd, I'd go, I'd uh, print out some signs that said, put clothes in hamper. Yep. Like, by the hamper. Yeah. Or by the door, by where, the entrance door. By, by the door. door. Yeah. Anywhere where I found myself taking, where I know I have a habit of taking off my socks. Just using socks as an example. Yeah, no, anywhere where sure. I had an exam, Anywhere where I knew this is the spot where I take off my socks. Then that's where I would put the sign. Put socks in hamper. Or put clothes in hamper. And, um... So it was just a matter of those little things, like being put into practice to help you be patient with me. Yeah. Because I knew that your patience would come with kind of like refresh or renew when you saw that I was putting forth yeah. effort. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about some other things. I mean, we're talking about socks here, but what? let's talk about like going more extreme. So let's talk about like when there's arguments um, in a marriage about other things, bad habits, let's say like smoking or drinking or mm. let's say like cursing or like music being too loud um you know other than just clothes like how can we practice better patience in marriage yes in marriage i mean man 
Yeah. You need Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if Jesus not in the center, I think it's hard because now your patience out the window. Yeah. I think you're loving out of your own selfishness, right? Like, it's it's not even God's love anymore. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm about to cut you. But I think <laughs> how how to show... Um, Wow. Like, I think it's hard. Okay, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, because we're believers. We're Christians. Right, right, right. And we love Jesus. And, like, we put Jesus in the center of our marriage yeah. almost every day. So, but I remember that there was, that's something we had to learn yes. how to do. Um, that's not something we came into marriage with, um, being able to practice that. We didn't know how to practice that. So, uh, we didn't know what that meant. We know what that meant for us individually, but not for us as, like, a As team. a couple. Right, because you were my first boyfriend like i've never dated before you yeah so yeah that was it was hard because it's two people who are older right Mm -hmm. who are i mean not set in their ways but you know has their own ways of doing things right right and so i think it's um just learning how to live together learning how to communicate but i think of marriages who've been married before or Who've dated for a long time and it's just got together and now they have this expectation yeah. of um of well you have to do blah 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 X, Y, and Z. And it's like, but yeah, you dated me for like 10 years and I never did this, so why now? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. I because you made this commitment, now it's like a higher level of accountability. Yeah. Um Yeah, so there's a difference um between marrying young and being older when you're marrying young it's uh easier to get into habits of things but when you're marrying older it's a lot harder to break those kind of habits that you've established and you're like you have a routine like i have a routine of the things that i do when i get home i have a routine of the things i do when i wake up in the morning i have a routine of when i'm about ready to go to bed and now it's like a matter of here's this other person who has this different routine and we don't really think about that pre-marriage Okay, it's like oh, we gotta we gotta merge our routines together, and when there's a break of routine, like or you know there's just a not sinking of it, man, there's got to be some patience, like applied, because no, we feel like sure. it's the most simplest, most commonest, common sense thing. How come you can't get it? But the only reason why it's easy and common sense for us is because we grew into the routine of it. That's right. So um, let's take it a little deeper. Let's go a little bit more extreme. What about somebody who's uh, one person that's in the marriage that's dealing with abuse? Like any type of abuse? Like any verbal? Of, like any verbal, physical, sexual. Uh, just to clarify, there can be sexual abuse inside no, of marriage. for sure. For so, sure. Um, like any kind of abuse. Let's take it like how do you, what do does you patience, patience, how does patience look like in that? That's Man, hard. One. That is hard. I mean... You got to be real care. I'm trying to be very careful because it's like you can spiritualize it, but it's like I could hear in my head like, but you ain't going through what I'm going through. Right. Like you're not mm-hmm. in it. So yeah. it's easy for someone looking outside in. Right. It's so easy for you to say, yeah, pray, you know, like continue to intercede. Like that's true. Like, yeah, continue to intercede. But I think for me, um, 
And this is just my opinion. It's not biblical. I'm just like, <laughs> right. and we're know. no, we're not counselors. No, for so sure. So by no means, for I don't sure. want anybody listening to this. We'll be like, well, Team G said, yeah, no, 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 no for not sure, like that. for sure. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> it's, we're not counselors. We don't have degrees in this kind of stuff. We're not yeah. just giving you advice. We're just making conversation. No, for sure. So just bringing it up in conversation, like, what's your opinion? My, yeah, no, my opinion is if it gets. Now, this is for someone who's very abusive, right? If it's getting to the point where, like, you can't take it anymore, it is okay, I think, for me to mm-hmm. separate yourself, you know? Right. Separation doesn't mean divorce. Exactly. Just separate. Exactly. Just to remove yourself, to really recollect. I mean, I, I, I've known people who are a bit more stronger, right? Like, who are a bit more... Um, tough in spirit if that makes any sense that they can kind of take it and I feel like man if you can take it and still like persevere and endure like Paul like um so I know Paul was he was audacious you know like he was just a raw Paul in the Bible yeah 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 Paul Paul in the Bible he was just a raw man and he took things you know and I think it it all goes back to love right like if you really love this person you're willing to endure it then I say you know then that's when you gotta fast and pray right I mean it sounds so cliche because I'm like man you know like there's always these things like am I over spiritualizing it but yeah but then I see for some people who who are really just real sensitive and it's like I can't then it is okay to kind of remove yourself and be like, you know what? We need space. Like my heart's not right. Right. And I don't want to continue to treat you with malice or disrespect. So let me remove myself for a little bit, you know, just to really like really, really seek the Lord and be like, man, Lord, what, what are we doing? And and that's okay. I, I feel like that's okay. I mean, some people will agree to disagree, but that's my opinion. I don't know. What about you, puppy? <laughs> for like, for me, I feel like when the things, when stuff is getting like extreme, like abuse in marriage, no. it's it's almost kind of like, well, when somebody is going through abuse, your number one thing is to like remove yourself. No, for sure. It's like, well, I ain't got to be around you or whatever the case may be and, and remove yourself. But then this is in marriage so there's a covenant here there's a promise there's a contract Mm -hmm. there's a commitment here and it's like you have to be able to like handle the situation at the same time honoring your commitment yeah and at the same time honoring the fact that i think it's really hard especially like let's take it from the aspect of the victim here yeah because i think that's where we're, we're leading towards anyway from the aspect of the victim it's like from the one that's being abused. It's like, I love this person, but they hurt me in whatever kind of way. But my love outweighs my hurt. So I'm going to stay Come on. with this person because my love outweighs my hurt. Right. And But the thing is, for the person on the giving of the abuse from their perspective... If you're just taking it when it's small, they know that they can get away with more because you haven't reached your limit yet. So it's like, hold on. So I think there has to be some like valid communication. Like, yes, love is patient. Love is patient. And if you love someone, you're going to continue to be patient even when they hurt you. Right. But 
there has to be, I think we all, I think it's healthy to internalize that there's a boundary here. There's a line that shouldn't be crossed. Like, look, uh, you can say what you want to me. I can take that because my parents were very verbal or whatever. So I can take whatever verbal you got, but you put your hands on me, you know, it's going to be one. <laughs> you know, it's like you put your hands on me. It's a different. That's that's yeah, a line yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. cross. Yes. And I know I, there's plenty of couples that we know where they have mm-hmm. boundaries. No, like, look, sure. we can get into a I, I know this couple that they kind of rushed into their marriage. Not rushed. But what would think like like immaturely, mm-hmm. but they just they were older. They knew what they wanted and they knew that they wanted to do life together as an older, mature couple in wisdom. Be like, well, we're not going to play no games here. No, for so sure. let's go ahead and go it, go for the marriage. And so they went for the marriage, but they set a boundary ahead of time. And so the the husband says before they got married, he tells her, like, well, look, we can go. We're going to. But he, the, the line is this. Do not. Kick, try to kick me out or tell me to leave. The moment that's like that's the boundary. The moment you tell me to leave, I'm leaving, leaving, leaving. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, there's no like separation here. Yeah. Like there's no like that. At the moment you kick me out, it's done. And the reason why he said that is because her and her past, um, what if in previous relationships she has a habit of telling somebody where yeah. to go like yeah, you can yeah. go somewhere like i don't need you like this is my place yeah, or whatever yeah, da, 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 yeah, da. Yeah. you can leave and these other men would leave and so she has a habit of just kicking men out of her home um even though there was no marriage commitment there but he was just like look i understand this i understand that da, 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 but this is a line we don't cross ahead of time you know and the thing is that their marriage got um very Intense, Like their relationship, their communication got very intense. Like they were being verbally, you know, verbal with one another, even to the point of being physical with one another. But she never told him to leave. Wow. And now their marriage is thriving. Like they had a very hard first year because, again, they're older. They're setting their routines mm-hmm. and, and like they're they're trying to learn this this aspect of grace and patience. And they eventually learned after a couple of years and now they're at this place where they're, they're thriving because they didn't give up on each other in this particular aspect and um there's some other things like well, there's uh other couples that i know they just have boundaries mm-hmm. they're like look we can get in we can have tough fellowship we can have arguments we can have disagreements whatever the case may be and, and voice being raised to one another whatever the case may be but we don't curse that's right like we won't curse at each other like that's a boundary we're setting um Another boundary is like, look, you can say whatever you want. Don't touch me. Another boundary is like, oh, we could say whatever we want, but we have to. We can't interrupt each other or we can't uh, raise our voice or at least we can't argue in front of the kids. No, for sure. You know, that's that's a whole different thing. Like, Mm -hmm. but there's boundaries. So I feel like for someone who's in a relationship, who's trying to learn about being patient, but there's this aspect of abuse trying to introduce itself into the relationship, I think the quicker and sooner you set boundaries the better and i think it becomes to the point of separation when boundaries are set discussed and are consistently crossed then it's like hold up like we already discussed this this was a boundary we're not supposed to i think we need to separate and uh i think let me rephrase let's talk about this whole thing of separation real fast yeah 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 
When a relationship or marriage gets to the point of the intense solution of separation, understanding that separation in this context is a healthy thing. It's a healthy thing. Like, what do I mean by that? Like, if he hurts your feelings by something he said, that is not a reason to separate. Hello, yes. <laughs> that yes. is not. No, no, that's the conversation right. that needs to be had. Uh-huh. If somebody hurts somebody's feelings because, again, they have a bad habit like socks. Like, I'm sick of your socks everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm done with your socks. You and your socks can go somewhere or whatever the case may be. <laughs> That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse to separate. That is not in a separation type deal. You know, but when it comes down to like, I'd use my own personal example from my past. When there is um, like alcoholism or drug abuse, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, look, this is a boundary we're not supposed to cross. You're coming home. It's affecting the children. And this is an extreme situation or extreme circumstances leads to separation. That's healthy. Why is it healthy? Because absence makes the heart grow fonder. And when you lose someone that you hold that dear or that close, it's a matter of like taking that time to miss them. You begin to miss them. It's like, man, like I remember like I like from the abuser's standpoint, like I really like smoking or I really like drinking but I'm missing my spouse. Yeah. Like, and this, this, this fondness, this missing that I'm feeling is starting to weigh out weigh my desire for alcohol or smoking. Yeah. Like now I have a desire to change who I am and how I do things just to be able to get my spouse back. So I can cuddle with my spouse again. So we can share the bed together again. Mm-hmm. So I miss my spouse's kisses and touches and hugs and comfort and support and all these other things that a spouse is giving to you. And, and it's like, does all those things really outweigh the, the habits that need to change? The boundaries that shouldn't be crossed. And so... I mean, the, the extreme measure can be taken as far as separation, but again, it's meant to make the heart grow fonder that you guys can miss each other and be like, look, my love for you is a, has officially outweighed my desire to smoke or drink or to be physically abusive or verbally abusive. Like, and excuse me, I'm taking, I'm going to take it upon myself to change this particular part of me and to make effort towards that. For the sake of our marriage, because I don't want to do this life without you. Right? Like, that's like, I think that's the whole point. And the thing is, is that, like, when somebody comes back and says they want to change, like, there has to be some kind of accountability set forth here. Like, don't just come in. And I think that we, we know a few marriages like that where somebody is like, I'm going to change in this particular area. And grace and patience is applied by the other spouse. But then there's no change. There's plenty of times where that happens with us. Like there's no change. There's no change. We could say to each other all the time and other people could say to each other, like, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change this. But then time goes on, time goes on and there's no change, no change, no change. Like, again, there's patience and grace. And if it's something small, continue patience and grace. But at the same time, if it's something bigger and it's causing bigger issues in your marriage and you say to you and you say to your spouse and to yourself, I'm going to make an effort to change in this area. It is awesome this is not a professional opinion just my personal opinion (laughs) 
it is awesome to get some accountability to show that you are making effort for that change if you're dealing with alcohol if alcohol is your issue get into aa if drugs are your issue find some accountability partners if you're especially like if you're part of a church body people who love christ who want to see you pursue christ more but know that you're struggling with some bonding some bondages or some strongholds in your life by all means confess and let's like move forward and to be able to show yourself and your spouse that you really want to change in this particular area but i i sorry to interrupt me but i do feel also um this is where patience is applied right because it's not as the 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 other spouse right the one who's struggling the spouse who's struggling yes we have to show them patience and when you guys come back together as you were saying there has to be some type of change right Mm -hmm. but for the spouse who is on the opposite end it is not our job to change you. We have to trust the Lord that he would change you, right? So we can't be like nagging like, you see, you keep saying that you're going to change. Nothing has changed. We That is not our responsibility. That's God's. Like we have to trust the Lord that he's going to do a change, right? For us, the test is continue to show patience, continue to show kindness and love and love them through it if that makes any sense because I mean like we can continue to nag like you see we've been here three months and you still you still you know and it's like no 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 then how are you being like Christ to your spouse how are you loving them how are you showing them grace and mercy and tenderness and kindness you know yeah so I, I think it goes hand in hand right like yes have accountability right like you say you want to change let's go let's talk to some people that you are very close with and be like look these are some things that i'm struggling with i will love some prayer on this or i would love some encouragement i I just need help because i can't do it on my own right right and then the other spouse is like okay I need, I need help too. Like I need patience. Like I need people to pray for me that I show patience to my spouse because he is struggling. And this is your time to really go in depth with yeah. the Lord and be like, Father, please help my husband or please help my wife. Yeah. And help me how to love in this season yeah. of of learning how to, you know, endure and be patient with my husband and um, take a day by day, you know, because it doesn't happen overnight. It's right. it's a daily process where we're like, okay, today I'm choosing love. Tomorrow yeah. I'm gonna choose love, you yeah. know. So, yeah, that is my two cents. <laughs> well, I think that it's it's um, and bringing this to a close. You said a key word, and it's to be like Christ. And what does that mean for somebody who doesn't understand that? What what we mean by that when we say being like Christ? is the fact that understanding that Romans says, that in the book of Romans it says that God loved us so much, he displayed his love by Jesus dying on the cross while we were still sinners, which means that we were a mess. Like we didn't have to come to God perfect. We didn't have to, we don't, we don't come to God getting all our stuff together. Like God, I'll come to you when everything's all together and I get my life together. Like that's not what happens. The thing is, is that God sees you where you're at in the mess that you're in and loves you where you're at. So much. Right. That's so much so that even though he saw where you're at and what you're doing and he still is like, I love you enough to die for you. Come on. Like, and in this, 
we see the gospel. We see the beauty of the gospel, the beauty of God's message, where we see our need for a savior, not just so we can feel loved throughout our time here on the world, but so that we can experience God who is love for eternity. Come on. And his love for eternity. Like way past this little vapor of time that we're here on this earth. Like tomorrow's not promised to anybody. And we can sit here and look at our lives like, that's okay, I don't need God. Like my life is good. This is not a question is, is if your life is good. The question is, is your relationship with God in the right spot? How is your relationship with God? Because when it's all said and done and this life is over with, that's what's going to matter. That's what's going to count. Like, And so right now, at this very moment, if you're listening to this message and you feel like, you know, I, my, I think, you know, this is a really good topic about patience. And, you know, I really didn't really see how throughout my whole life God has shown his love through patience with me. You know, because this it all reflects everything we're talking about. We're learning how to love our spouses the way Jesus, God loves yeah. the church. That's right. And gave up his life for her. Like, that's the whole point. God shows us patience and we have to show each other patience. And so it's like, man, I didn't even see God that way. Or it's like, man, I, do, I really haven't really cultivated my relationship with God. And just told him how grateful I am for the patience he's given me and for the grace he's showing me every single day. Like right now, in this moment, wherever you are, uh, have your headphones on if you're in your office. I invite you to just close your eyes for a split second and say, God, I need you in my life. I can't do this without you. I want you to be my everything. Thank you for the patience and the grace you show me on the daily. I so appreciate you. Forgive me for every area where I've fallen short. I want to be right with you. And I want to have a right relationship with you. Please come into my heart. Renew my heart. Renew my thoughts. Renew my patience for my spouse. Renew my patience for my children. Renew my patience for my parents. Renew my patience with all the relationships, my siblings, and everything, God. Because I want to love with patience the way you love me with patience. Help me to do it in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer today, I'm so happy for you. We are so happy for you. We are celebrating you right now. Huzzah! Huzzah! (laughs) We absolutely love you. Um, By all means, um, keep us in your prayer as well that God would continue to uh, use us to have more conversations Mm -hmm. about how we can love each other the way God loves us. Um, We love you guys. We pray that you stay blessed. Have a great day. Until next time, this is Team G signing off.